The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. So coming off the heel of the Beatitudes in, in Matthew's Gospel comes this conversation about salt and light. And as I so often say to you, the English translation doesn't do justice to what God has spoken through this word in Matthew's Gospel. Now, Dennis is going to appreciate the most of everyone. But when, when Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth, he means all y'all are, are salt of the earth. He means all y'all are light of the world. Why is this so important? You see, I've said this many times over the past weeks and months and years, is that we so often see these singular yous as if they are our task, our thing, our promise that we are to carry on our own. The reason why we have community is because all y'all are salt of the earth and all y'all are light of the world. We do none of this on our own, but we only do it in the presence and the witness and the company of the saints in light. That also means all y'all, in case you're not following. So what is Jesus getting at in these words in his gospel? Now, any of you that took basic chemistry knows that you can't actually take the saltiness out of salt. It becomes something else. For it to lose its saltiness, it has to actually chemically become something else. But 
If you've lived in any place in the world where it's humid, if you leave your salt where it's not covered in such a great way, guess what it'll do? It'll absorb a lot of moisture. It'll absorb the smells, the things of the air, and pretty soon your salt doesn't taste quite as salty as it used to. And the same is really true of light as well. If you read my devotion for the week, that tiny little green LED light on the, on the smoke detector, when your eyes are adjusted, when the rest of the house is black, you can't imagine how much light that little LED light gives off in the middle of the night. Unless you put a piece of tape over it, unless you cover it up somehow, it's going to continue to give its light, and it's going to spread as far as it can. You can't stop the light. And I think these are the words that we need to hear today. Is that part of staying salt and light in the world is falling back on what Paul had to say in 1 Corinthians. And that is, as God's people, we are to be about Christ and him crucified. And whenever we wander away from Christ and him crucified, whenever we let the concerns of this world, of this day, of this moment take priority, then we have lost sight of Christ and him crucified. And even though we haven't changed as who God has called us to be, y'all, all y'all are still salt, all y'all are still light. When we get distracted by all the other things, then the salt becomes less salty. The light becomes covered in a bushel. When we lose sight of Christ and him crucified, then we lose sight of the salt and the light within us. Now there's something else that is absolutely amazing about this salt and this light. Think about salt for a moment. Salt in the hand of a good chef can take anything from tasting just, uh, that's okay, to tasting amazing. But you gotta, go, you gotta know when, you gotta know how much, you gotta know how, and salt can bring out the flavor in just about anything. And light, of course, can be the same way. You can't set the boundary for, lights, for light when you let it loose in the world. It will go as far as it can until it hits something that forces it to stop or it simply just can't penetrate the darkness any farther. And Jesus says that all of us together are salt of the earth, all of us together are light of the world. This happens when we are all working together. Because on our own, no one of us can be salt for the earth. On our own, not one of us can be light 
for the world. But together in community, together with a focus on a common goal, the, the, in community together, where we can keep Christ and him crucified center, then together we are salt and light for the world. Oh yeah, I said something about what should we be afraid of, right? Maybe I did, maybe I just thought it, who knows. But one of our fears, one of our greatest fears as humans in this world is that the things that are infinite are actually only finite. And we place this on God all the time. That we think that God's love, grace, mercy, peace is a finite thing. When what God has done for the world is infinite and continues to be infinite and will continue to be infinite for years and centuries to come as long as this world exists. But when we think things are finite that are actually infinite, then we try to not let that salt spread so far. We might run out. We try not to let the light shine so far. We want to put boundaries around it because we're just not sure it can carry far enough. And yet the promise that we have from God is that this salt, this light is infinite. This salt and this light will carry far beyond any one of us could ever carry it alone. And even farther than we can carry it together in this place. You see, we forget sometimes when I say all y'all, I mean all the other Christians in this world. I mean all of the others that follow God in this world. You see, together with all of God's people in this world, we do so much more than what we can do as a congregation than what any one person can do as an individual. Underneath the TV in the entryway is a big poster from Lutheran World Relief. And that poster is reminding us of all of the things that Lutheran World Relief does around this world. And as people in this place, we participate in the ministry of Lutheran World Relief. So guess what? We get to claim what they're doing is ours too. But that only happens when we're in partnership with someone other than ourselves. This only happens when we look beyond our four walls. This only happens when we move out into the world. This only happens when salt and light are allowed to be salt and light. And they aren't getting watered down, or they aren't getting covered up, because we're afraid of what that light might do. You see, there's something that's so important about who we are as God's people that we don't talk about it enough. It's going to sound funny, right? Something so important about who we are as God's people that we simply don't talk about it enough. And that is that there are so many moments in our life, so many moments in our day, 
where we need to die. Not literally, I mean, that day will come, but we figuratively need to die to those things that would keep us from being salt and light. We have to die to control, die to security, die to our own self. Because in dying, what do we know as Christians in dying, what happens? What happens? It's a question for all of you. In dying, what happens? Uh, Easter, I'm giving you hints. Resurrection, somebody hopefully said that back there. The rest of you, I want to see you after class. In dying, new life can happen. Without death, there is no resurrection. Without an end, there can be no beginning. There can be nothing new that will come next. We have to die to ourselves, die to the things that we want to have control, and we have to pray for God's will to be done and not my own will. And we have to make that prayer every single day because we don't want to die to anything. We'd rather hold on to our own control, our own security, our own ideas of what is right and wrong. But God calls us out of ourself. God calls us out of ourself. Jesus calls us salt and light. And Jesus sends us forth to take that salt and light into the world. And how do you know if you're being salt and light? Well, then you turn back to Paul and what he says in 1 Corinthians. If you're pointing to Christ and him crucified, then you're being salt and you're being light. If you're pointing to death so that resurrection can happen, then you're being salt and you're being light. This is why we come together week after week, because it's really easy for the salt to go stale. It's really easy for the light to be hidden. But we come together to be emboldened, to share that again, to be strengthened at Christ's table, to receive Christ's body and blood so that we can allow that salt and that light to shine out of us, to gather with the salt and light of all of those here in this place to become something greater than it can be on its own. So as many of you know, I live life with songs in my head. And uh, I'm not sure I'm going to sing this yet. We'll see. We'll see when I get to that point. But as you know, I live with songs in my head. Sometimes as I'm trying to figure out something, as I'm trying to make sense of a moment, uh, a song comes to mind, words from a song, lyrics that have meant something to me along the way. And there's an old camp song that has been running in my head these last days. And the camp song speaks about a simple spark and what happens when a spark is gathered with other sparks to become something greater than itself. 
and to recognize that that is what is true about God's love in our lives as well. It's never supposed to be ours to keep or hold for ourselves. It's never supposed to be ours to hide, to keep from somebody else. It's supposed to be something that we share. And there are moments, there are days in our life where we can feel like we have lost our spark. But we come together in community to have that spark kindled again so that we can go and be salt and light in the world. My fear in singing this is I'm going to pick a key that's way too high and I'm going to regret my decisions because that's who I am. It only takes a spark to get a fire going and soon all those around can warm up in its glowing. That's how it is with God's love. Once you've experienced it, you spread his love to everyone. You want to pass it on. All y'all, be salt, be light. Be together in how you do it. Amen. <laughs>